With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to start Titian Days with your hosts, Tony Moore, Michael Mattis, Justin Lee Harold, and Araceli Avales. And now, let's dish. Why, hello, everybody. Happy Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dish of Days, where we're serving up a full dish of this week's episodes of Peacock's exclusive, number one, award-winning soap opera, Days of Our Lives. <laughs> uh, if you haven't already, make sure you like us and follow us on all social media platforms. We are Dish and Days Show on Facebook and Dish and Days on Instagram, X, and Threads. Also, make sure you... Uh, boy, hello, Mom. How are you? Full as a tick. Son. Good evening, son. <laughs> I am here again. Full as a tick. Well, she did send me a picture of her air-fried drumsticks that she that she paired with cabbage yams and cornbread so okay mama more that's why she is full of the tick um (laughs) hello mother and good evening um if you guys haven't already make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel hit that subscribe button also make sure you hit the bell notification that way as soon as we go live you'll know about it also, you can find us on your favorite podcast stations. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Just click in Dish and Days and find us and follow us. And that way you can take us on those long car rides when you're stuck in traffic or going on a road trip. Or if you're sticking to that New Year's resolution of pumping it up in the gym, you can catch up on your favorite episodes of Days of Our Lives or Dish and Days right here. On your favorite podcast station. Also, make sure you buy some merch and take a look at these lovely logos. We have our Mellowswin logo, possessed Dish and Days logo, and serving a full dish. That way, you can let everyone know what a huge Dish and Days fans you you are, or maybe just a simple Days of Our Lives fan. Either way, head on over to dishanddays.threadlets.com to buy your merch today. I felt like I was on QVC. <laughs> a proud moment. Also, um, what is it? HSN Home Shopping Network, <laughs> which Lisa is currently uh, representing <laughs> round two of Lisa Renna Cardigan. Uh, He's no longer Lumberjack Michael. He is now Cardigan Michael, warm and cozy. Um, make sure you guys show some love to our former co-host and my chocolate twin, James Lott Jr., who is serving up a couple of dishes of himself. Make sure you check out his original audio dramas, plus catch up on your other favorite soap operas, such as Bold and the Beautiful, Young and the Restless, and General Hospital. All can be found on JLJ Media or on your favorite podcast stations. Just make sure you look up JLJ Media because James Locke Jr. is the only person among the four of us that remembers when TVs were black and white. 
Maybe, but also true. All right. Um, so, you guys, um, what did we think about this week's episodes of Days of Our Lives? A little all over the place. It was. There was a. There were a lot of people on this week yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you looked at everything that happened. Like we got a little bit of everybody. Yeah, I liked it. We had a few bright spots. Um, I thought it was a decent week overall. There were a few bright spots that I think were like the highlights of the week that we'll get into. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was fun. Some comic relief. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought this this week was very interesting. There's some definitely some interesting twists that occurred. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna cough like Paulina. <laughs> no, just waiting for that big gulp to go down. Um, but yeah, I was just definitely like, um, hmm, where is this gonna go? So um, let's find out. <laughs> My mom agrees a lot was going on. Uh, so let's break it on down for the people. It is now time to start. Oh, wow. Look at that. We did it. Set it and forget it. All right. Let's uh, go to our top storyline, uh, which is Tumultuous Tales of Tate and Teresa. Oh, well, I, well mm. this, this storyline took an unexpected tumultuous twist and turn. Oh, gosh. I honestly like I I didn't really see it coming. Yeah. Until it happened. And then I was like, oh, she yeah. She relapsed. Makes it, it but then it was like, oh, why didn't I see this coming? Because she's been so stressed about everything. And you know, actually, you know, you would think she might be a little bit um more at ease that Tate was transferred to like a um juvenile, but a juvenile center, but you know. Mm -hmm. It just got to her. Yeah, I definitely didn't expect. I don't know about you guys, but I thought it was like she was going to see Tate. That's where I thought mm -hmm. she was like sneaking off to, and mm -hmm. she was gonna like try and sneak in to see him or see how he was doing or something like that. That's what I thought it was. So when it, yeah. it when even when Brady and Alex were going, um, going with the theory that she was, you know, she relapsed, I was kind of like, oh, it's not going there, and then it did, and it was mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, interesting, they're going here. Mm -hmm. Y'all, when when Alex called Brady and said Teresa was missing, all I pictured was Teresa in a car behind the bus following Tate. Yeah, yeah. Just being like, <laughs> yeah, uh, she would. But I I was not expecting the relapse, and I don't know how do you how do you guys feel about that? Like, how do you guys feel about the fact that suddenly? After so many years of sobriety and so many years of not using drugs, and even last week, like saying as a parent, we talked to Tate. We talked to Tate every day about um, uh, about drug use and and not using drugs mm -hmm. and everything like that. To all of a sudden this week, you know, she fell off the wagon and and used. Like, what were what were y'all's initial thoughts about it? You know, it it. Like I just said a few minutes ago, I guess it makes sense because of all the stress she's been under as a mom. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, we didn't want her. You know, you 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 know, you empathize with her um, 
for what for what's happening and and unfortunately you know that's what that's like the you know realistic it, it's what happens sometimes um okay. the chat room has someone in the chat room has an interesting thought but i'll let everybody else go because it wasn't something i thought of but yeah um. i mean it was just it, it's heartbreaking it mm -hmm. i mean it's just it's a reminder Sad. i think i think it was i think it was a smart twist um mm -hmm. it was a smart twist to kind of veer in that direction as a reminder that um how tenuous sobriety can be and that um it just you're tested and nothing tests you more than being a parent than being a scared parent i mean it's it's like just the fe the, the 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 minute by minute fear when your child is not with you and for her to be told that she's not going to be able to have any contact with her own child for a month. That's the kicker about it. Yeah. When, when, and it's, I, I mean, it would, it, it, and it's, it would be different. And I, and I compare it back to when Teresa was in my, in Mexico for two years uh, that they say, well, why didn't she lose her sobriety then? Well, it's because she knew her son was safe. He was with his father. She has, you know, for, for all of their ups and downs, Brady and Teresa um, have actually been pretty good co-parents as, as, as far as things go. You know, they've had, you know, they have their arguments and they certainly argue in front of the kids, but they know that they would, each the other would lay down their life for their child and they have had to be put in that position a time or two so she knew that her child was safe at that time right now her child has already been attacked he's in major trouble with the law so she there's no even if somebody tells her that this is the safest possible option there's in her mind now her her, her the only thing that she's thinking about that is my child is not with me. If he's not with me, then he's not safe. Here's, here's my, here was my first thought. I, it didn't make sense to me only because my initial thought was she was on the brink of death and not sure like what was going to happen to her when she was at, when she was in Mexico mm -hmm. with Chloe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I would think something like that could cause a relapse. And she pushed through that and she's she pushed through life. But for, and I understand with this, this is a child, it's very stressful and everything like that. But even this hasn't been going on that long. And it's not like she hasn't been supported. So for her to suddenly wake up in the middle of the night and decide I'm going to go use drugs today. It just, for me, it didn't, it didn't make sense for, for her to, to, to suddenly do that. The I situation is, is severe enough. I, I thought it made sense. Like, yeah. it, and you know, it was, it was, it's not the length of time it's been happening. It's the, 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 what am I trying to, what am I trying to say? The, the, severity or the the intensity of the situation is more likely going to push someone like push someone with those kinds of issues like over to the edge 
But then wouldn't it, wouldn't she have done it when he went to jail and then they went and saw her, saw him and he was getting beat? Like I would I would think this is now a little more sigh of relief that he is being transferred to a juvenile uh, rehab center, which they said is which which they said that it's it's a cakewalk compared to jail and that he has to do group therapy and everything like that. The only thing is, um, no, she wouldn't be able to see him for a month, but I feel like, yes, that's hard. It's a slight sacrifice, but at least he's not where he was. I don't know. There's just, there just feels to be a little bit of a disconnect for me as to why after all these years, we now see her in this state and I'm I'm more so kind of like, all right, yes, this was an interesting twist. Didn't see that coming. There must be a bigger picture to it. But in the moment, I was like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of with you, Tony, a little bit. Um, I think this was a surprise to me, like I said before. Um, I think it makes sense in terms of her having a relapse with everything that was going on. But I think how they chose to show it, I, I think is not doesn't necessarily make sense. I think having her go in out in the middle of the night and have a relapse is sort of weird. If you ask me if 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 you said to me, oh, there's a relapse story coming for Teresa, this is not how I would have pictured it. I would have pictured her either sneaking alcohol or sneaking pills, something a little bit more subtle. But I think it makes a statement to disappear in the middle of the night when you know that people are gonna come find you or gonna be looking for you. Like that's I think that says something different. And again, me, again, it's an addiction, so there, there's a control issue there. But yeah, that I think that's the part of it that I'm having a little bit trouble buying a little bit more than like just her having relapse, I guess. I, I there, think there's also, oh. I'm sorry. No, I'll do that, Nicole. It's I th I think you're both looking at it as her she made a conscious decision to go and relapse and there's a little bit of a distinction there when you're an addict of you don't make the conscious decision like plan out like okay now that this has happened I'm going to go get high it's very most of the time it's very impulsive we don't know we don't even know if she went out to specifically get high she could have mm -hmm. just gone out to go take a walk and mm -hmm. she just in the just in a split second said I can't, I can't handle what's happening in my brain right now. Or she encountered, in, she encountered one of these drug yes. pilfers who are, you know, it could have been a completely, leaving the apartment could have been completely innocent. It just happened to be, like Araceli said, like it, she was confronted with something or she was presented with something. And in that split second, she gave in. Yeah. But I, we don't, but we don't I know, we don't know exactly how it, how, we don't know exactly idea... how she got there, but. And like I said, it's not you. Yes, you. I, I, your rational thinking is that because now she's being told her child is safe, that that would be a relief to her. But her child is still very much in trouble, and it's this bit. It's just this been building and building and building and building of stress, where it's like you get to the point where even good news is not a relief. It's 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 more of a like. It's been building so much and she hasn't had a chance to express it. Um, and unfortunately, when you're an addict, the way you know to express it is just to let go. 
But let's also not act like, you know, Teresa is some helicopter mom that has been like around Tate this whole time. Y'all know there was like a full month where we didn't see <laughs> Teresa and Tate together for a while. And even when they did interact, it was like, oh yeah, you, hi. How are you? Yeah, but it's it's but it's that difference. It's 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 the difference of knowing that he's with his father, he's with his grandparents, he's surrounded by family, he's safe, as opposed to now he's been he's been locked up, he's been beat up. the 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 sudden jolt of that, the minute your child gets hurt, it's 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 jarring like you wouldn't believe. And again, sure. I know I talk like I'm a parent, uh, but I have had that the. You know, those moments as an aunt where, you know, you you pick up the phone and somebody's calling you and telling you this, that and the other. And your your heart just goes in your mouth. Well, did you feel like you needed to go take a pill? I felt like I needed a drink. I'm not even going to lie. And that's okay. of me not being I'm not I, I'm not an alcoholic. I have had addicts in my family. So I'm very aware of of those kinds of issues but i'm not gonna lie i the first thing that i did was buy when everything was calm was buy the parents alcohol now whether or not that was a good decision i don't know but when i tell you our hearts were in our throats i'm not even kidding it was, I, I, I totally it, get that but there, there's also been times where you know we've seen we saw Brady relapse, didn't we? And there was a oh, while yeah. where he kept staring at the alcohol, but fighting it, mm -hmm. staring at the alcohol, fighting it. And then finally he gave in. I think that's also the jolt, too, is that if you're like if when Tate went to jail, there were just these moments where we kind of felt like Teresa was kind of like on edge about everything. Then I think seeing her laid up in the in the in the sleazy hotel high as a kite wouldn't make sense but like even watching last week it seemed like oh my gosh like this 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 is terrible but like you know at, yeah. at least he's safe there's and just, then all, there's of, no... all of a sudden it's like i want to go party and i'm just high and i didn't did no they we still don't even know what she did but no. she's just like I as a kite all of a sudden, and I was just, I would just think that observing everything that's happened the past week, and especially with the situation with Holly being in a coma because of drugs, her son being in jail because he's being accused of giving her said drugs, hit her reminding herself that we did everything right, right? Like we talked to him, we're recovering addicts, da, 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 to then suddenly just have this moment of life is stressful. Mm. You know, like it just I mean, doesn't... there's no there's no one formula for relapsing. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. in in now all, all of this being said, the chat room seems to think, you know, we haven't ruled out that there could be foul play involved in this. Was it mm -hmm. what you know, we're we're assuming it was Teresa's choice, whether it had been whether it had been thought out, whether it was a split decision. We're we're going along to us, it was Teresa's choice to do that. But what if, you know, what if something happened? What if she wasn't, what if it wasn't a choice for her? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they, some people in the chat room are thinking like it wasn't, she, she's now a, a, a pawn, I guess, or a, um, you know, someone did something to her to make a point or to get suspicion off of someone else or, or something. Yeah. So that's also, which, that also could be, you know, we also could be a play here. 
Which again, which is why like when that was my first initial thought of where did this come from? Then I was like, there must be a reason. It's it, it's the first dot and we're going to finish the dots and then we're going to connect the dots and it's going to be like, ah, <laughs> now it makes sense. Because hmm. right now is I'm just kind of like, was someone in the in a meeting and they went, make her high. And they went. <laughs> she could have been. Would it, what? How terrible would it have been if she, you know, and we don't know this yet. What if we're just speaking in hypotheticals now? What if she was actually trying to go to a meeting? Like she was feeling it, was going to a meeting, but then somehow got drugged with against her will or something. Hmm. That's a possibility. Um, Constantine I... saw her and said, "Come Because <laughs> there's also that the old, fact that, that, that old like... man was in bed by eight o'clock. That man one terrible thing at a time, oh. folks. <laughs> but the flip side of that too is when it was happening. It's also thinking of it as, okay, this is something that whether it's EJ or someone else can use against Tate. Like we already have him trying to build this case that. He comes from druggy parents who, you know, he's following in his parents' footsteps. And here now the mom is falling off the wagon. And like, this is all fodder he could use. So that did pop into my head too of like, oh, would she really do this and put that part of it at risk too? So maybe there is something to that, that, you know, she, it wasn't, it was against and, her. And, you know, we have to realize Teresa is, at, at the end of the week, Teresa is just now coming out of her high. We haven't even heard her side yet from her yeah everybody is just kind of speculating on what exactly happened so well, we'll hopefully we'll find out this week you know yeah. from teresa's side of it what happened mm -hmm. yeah and it was interesting just to see how her lavas <laughs> would handle it you know there's brady who kind of knew what to do being a recovering addict himself and there was alex who was just kind of like fumbling the bag and just not quite sure like how to, I mean, suggested more drugs to be like, I mean, doesn't that count? I mean, <laughs> no, that, that was, was like, a, that's what like, it? It that's like, that's like having, yeah. that's like having a hangover the next day and going, well, let's drink. I mean, people well, that, that, that'll ease the yeah. hang, that'll ease the hang, because drinking more will ease the hangover, but with dr <laughs> drugs, it's a different story. You don't treat ecstasy with more ecstasy. You just kind of got to let them flush it out, drink water, get some sugar and coffee. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, I will also just like to say that. Not that I'm an expert. I don't know. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> None of us here at Dishon Days, you know, we do drugs or or that much alcohol. But I know I've learned from days. Like <laughs> That's a t-shirt. What I know about life, I've learned from days of our lives. <laughs> I mean, he also did at one point say, like, let's get her to the hospital. So he was, I mean, that's not a, a crazy idea to want to. No, he just, he's you know. he's inexperienced. And yeah, you you need to listen to the experts at, um, at that point, uh, consult experts, which he did by mm -hmm. talking to Maggie, which, you know, that was important. Um, yeah, so. But yeah. is was Brady really right, though? I mean, technically, yes. But would you advise someone who is tripping on drugs to sit there with them and give like I yes it works and can work but 
is Alex really in the wrong here by saying bring them to the hospital to get treated? Is that right? Uh, it, it, it depends on what the intent is. I get that Alex's intent. So Alex's intent is to get Teresa better. He thinks that only the hospital can help her. Um, he He's not entirely <laughs> wrong, but the thing is, is that, yes, thank you, Dylan Matthews. Yes. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, there, there are unintended consequences to, to that. One of it being that hospitals are legally required to report um, things like that to the police. Mm-hmm. So one, they don't want that. And the police already know. Jade already knows. And she, even she agreed. If she's not in any medical danger, uh, that she they should just allow the drugs to just wash out of her system. So it's uh you know it for for any for many people it's just a judgment call. Uh, it, it's a judgment call on if mm-hmm. your your life is in danger. And at that point, Teresa's life was not. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think which, Brady was also protecting her in a sense, which is yeah. nice. But I don't know if I don't know if saying Alex is wrong for saying let's go to a hospital. No, as no, 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 he wasn't wrong. Saying, he's not wrong. Yeah. He's just um, he just doesn't have the same level of experience with this as uh, Brady does, and and unfortunately, Brady does have enough experience to know the difference between is the one time thing it needs it needs to flush out of her system as opposed to no, she could have. Um, she she could be having a seizure or something like that that happened to Holly. We need to get her to a hospital right now. I mean, I hate to say, I hate to talk about it in this these kinds of terms, but yes, there are levels of being high, just as there are levels of being drunk, and we all know the difference, uh, or maybe have no. more experience with maybe of people who are you know like funny drunk, like oh they're stumbling. Oh, we need to get them to, you know home and let them have you know their proper hangover, as opposed to this person is blacked out. This person needs to go to the hospital. Hmm. There are, it's-, it's like that one time at the Abbey. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We don't talk no, about the Abbey. <laughs> no one, no one was hurt. I'll say that. No one I was, was hurt. Hurting the next morning, but <laughs> hurting the next day, but no one was hurt. Um, what do we think about the kiss between Brady and Teresa? Uh, just don't be messy. <laughs> you know, it, there's enough going on. You don't need that the ironic we, are, thing we is, are watching a soap opera so you know the ironic thing is i don't think that teresa actually wants brady right you now. don't think so i think she'll always yeah i think she'll always like love him in that sense but the way that she mm-hmm. was talking was very much friend zone and i think she was I, yeah i think she was just emotional she was just emotional and she's gonna be herself up for it like everything else she's just she's just not in a good place I don't think she's thinking about Alex or Brady right now in particular. I think that was a, another impulse and she's just not in a good place right now, period. No, because when she was, even when they found her high, she seemed very highly ecstatic to see Brady. And even Alex was kind of like- She called like, him boring. That was because he wasn't, he wasn't ready to 
She did. She kind of, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, she's going to be happy to see Brady, but not happy to see Alex. But then she turned over to Alex and kind of did, you know, she did, she did the same thing. Did the but, same yeah. thing. but it was still very much like, oh, and you're here too. Yeah. With, with, Brady. with Brady, it was like, Brady. My knight in shining armor. Yeah, I think with I, Brady Curry in those I scenes. I think I'm with Araceli. I think Teresa is just a little messed up right now. She's you know she's dealing with the Tate stuff. She's dealing with this giant secret she's keeping yeah. from everybody mm-hmm. from the like man that she's see. supposedly trying to trying to date. And now she's coming down off of whatever she took or was given. Um, I feel so like it's a little I, plant of a seed. Yeah, because even you. even in Greece. Like, I still feel like she was trying to be with Brady, and Brady was I mean, like, she did kind of mm, co- mm, I mean, she no, did, when, mm, when she, she was, first came yeah, back, she was trying, yeah. I guess, yeah, to your point when she yeah. first came back. So, and then maybe now that she's something there, yeah. now that she came up with this plan of like, all right, I'm gonna make Alex a, a billionaire, and then I'm gonna have some billionaire yeah. on the side. But I think when you're, I feel like when you're high or drunk. I feel like it's truth serum. So like everything that that you're so, doing has a has a little bit of truth to it and I just feel like her heart while her body is with Alex her heart With the Lucky Land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Is with Brady. I mean, her heart may always be with Brady. I'm not discounting that. Um, but I think this was just another impulse. Mm. See, I think the stuff with Tate has stirred up some feelings. Even, even before the getting high. Not saying she is like all in on Brady now, but I think it's stirring up something the past few weeks, them getting closer, them dealing with their son, the stuff, the nice time they had on Christmas. I think it's all stirring something up. If y'all don't leave leave, leave, uh, that lady in her wig alone, (laughs) I know, listen, at some point, we are just going to have to accept the hair as it is and just pretend like you know, it is what it is. Y'all, y'all are in the comments going off about that wig, honey. Oh my gosh! Maybe she just needs a good like lace front human hair wig. Maybe that'll make things better. Maybe that is human hair. I don't know. Yeah, there's but a party need- city in Burbank. Someone just drove up. And- <laughs> Not the party city wig. Yeah. <laughs> Please now. 
It's fine. Take the wig out of it. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. We're fine. <laughs> We're fine. She's fine. All fine. Yeah. But, you know, in all of this we've talked about, I think we can all agree, Emily O'Brien continues to yeah. slay this role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. I, I still think there's times where, where she says things very much like it would be with, with Teresa. And I don't know. I just... Uh, yeah, I, I I feel like she's she's still killing it and doing what, yeah. w- with it. You know, she's still staying true to the character. I I I will say that uh, one of our former co-hosts, Mr. Mark J. Freeman, had a huge problem with it. And, what does he uh, not have a problem with? Honestly, like he has nothing but negative things to say anyway about everything. So I just read his tweet. I'm like, oh, he doesn't like that. Surprise. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. It has nothing to do with it. The only thing he likes is Billy Flynn. That's the only thing he likes. Well, we all know that Billy can do no wrong. Well, I mean, who knows? Maybe you guys will get to hear his thoughts firsthand. Yeah. But I I (laughs) got to hear them, and I was like, this is just like old times where... <laughs> and those and then, were the days. Those were <laughs> those were the days. Don't worry, guys. Me and Justin are here to to fulfill your sparkling personality, Coda. Yeah. <laughs> Justin's like, nah. I'm good. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? Let's stop. <laughs> As he saunters away. <laughs> Memory lane may not have always been so bright. So let's keep going, shall we? Uh, uh. You know, one thing about Justin is always the quiet ones that can throw the most shade. <laughs> Look at that face. I, w- I wanted to be noted that today on January 21st, 2024, at 3.38 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, <laughs> Justin's face has said it all. Because normally Justin is very... Now today he's... Re- Mm, we have a face change today. <laughs> oh, yeah. And just really quick, uh, before we head out of this, it was a nice chat between Maggie and, and Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm glad that Alex mentioned something to Maggie because mm-hmm. um, I think it also helped him understand a little bit. It also kind of solidified what Brady was doing. Um so, uh, well, Justin, you got my mother's approval. Um, so yeah, so that was a that was a great chat, and and it's and I like that she didn't feel like she had to, you know, be that that team leader supporter and like jump in, but it's kind of like assess the the and just reassure Alex that you know Brady understand this and Brady has it. So if he's telling you to go get coffee and donuts, then go get coffee and donuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that, that was the second time I wanted a donut myself because this week <laughs> people were talking about donuts, and I was like, "Ooh, that does sound good." <laughs> what were we going to say, Justin? I will say I thought Brady could have done a little bit better of a job, like including Alex and stuff. I like I understand he was very much in like I got this kind of a thing. Like mm-hmm. you stay over there in the corner, I can handle this kind of thing. But I also feel like. Like, this is his girl now. Like, you know what I mean? They're the ones who were in a relationship. 
you're coming in to help. You guys have a bond and co-parent and have a son, but like include him a little bit more. Like even when he, he sort of overreacted and apologized when he was like, oh, you can just leave then. It was like, no, you're in their apartment <laughs> as a couple. You know what I mean? It's stuff like that where I thought like he could have, he could have been a little bit better about including them, but I think he, as Brady does sometimes, it's like take control and I got this and, you know, get out of my way kind of thing. But yeah. yeah. Hmm. We'll see. Hmm. We'll see. All right. Uh. Well, moving on to our next storyline, it's goodbye, Holly and Nicole. Okay. Before we talk about the storyline, was anyone else a little jolted by the fact that all of a sudden we had two new teens get sorors, <laughs> and now all of a sudden they're just like gone, like as if like okay, we're going to make them older, bring them in. Da, 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 da. <laughs> And then like ship them off. I'm like, by teen teen scene of 2023. Yeah, is this it? Like, is this the last of Tate and Holly that we're gonna see? Is this the last of Nicole that we're gonna like? Is or is everyone just on like a little mini hiatus and then they're gonna come back? Like, the show's been doing this for the past couple years. Like, a character will be, you know, they've done this with Kristen a couple of times, they've done it with they did it with Rafe. Mm-hmm. They've done it with with people where they just kind of rest the character for yes. a month or two, and then suddenly they're they're back. But I do so, agree that's with that's Tony after that some time though. Yeah, it, yeah. With Tony saying it's it's jarring, like uh, it's understandable for Nicole, who's been steadily on the canvas, but mm-hmm. for these teenagers who have been on three months, three four months, it's a little jarring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then why not just start with that storyline? The the whole thing about I love Johnny. I like you're my boy. Like all this. And then all I'm of a sudden it's like over, but and then like now I'm in a coma and now you're gonna shit me off. <laughs> but also I thought <laughs> I was like, wow, what an easy like last few weeks uh Holly <laughs> has had. It's like still in a coma. <laughs> how easy is it though to like stay still with all of that crap on your face though yeah. and then like when maggie leaned in for her kiss and like <laughs> like i was like i was like oh was that i don't know i don't think it would be that it sounds easy but i don't know if it would be that easy to just like completely still with all of that stuff on your face with everybody just talking around you for who knows how long? I mean, it's different when you're like flat and like, pre- like you can just pretend you're asleep, but she's actively got something in her mouth. So it's mm-hmm. like, I can imagine how uncomfortable that gets to be after a while. Like, do you like, it's like, is there a moment where she's like, okay, I'm just going to take a little nap while y'all are doing this? She like, just to snore. To- <laughs> <laughs> you're like, actually. Is her name Ashley? Is that her yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, Ashley, yeah. Ashley. <laughs> I imagine when they're not shooting her or she's not in the frame, they tell her so she can like open her eyes and like, you know, she I'm I'm sure she's just stiff just for those what 30 or 60 seconds that she's on screen. Can you imagine being like because see I, I couldn't do that. Because I would do something like this. When I knew the camera was on me, I'd be like, you know, because y'all know I want to make sure I look good. Even though I like I'm sleeping, you know, just just be like, and then as soon as the the camera's off, I'd be like, <laughs> "Sight, just kidding, just watching you do your your scenes." Yeah. 
Um, but I don't know. It was like it was just kind of like, all right, well, and it. But I will say it made sense because for EJ to think of the facility that he was at, and remind you, he was shot in the head, and they, you know, did what they and. For me, I was like, okay, well, we'll we'll see Holly in a few months because if you got shot in the head and almost died, Holly's just in a coma because of some some drugs. Like and that's a quick they... little doo, 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 and then she should be back. Yeah. <laughs> and wait, hold on. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wait, did Clyde shoot him in the head? Yes, yes. Clyde had him shot. Yes. Okay. Clyde yeah, had him I shot remember head, Clyde yeah. had him shot, but I, I I couldn't remember if it was in the head because I remember that Sammy shot in him in the head. Oh yeah, I don't know if it was in the head, but it was. Yeah. Well, that You're was right. why I was. Sammy shot him in the head. Sammy I, shot yeah. him in the head. He was yeah. shot in the the. Was he shot in the back or the chest? It, one of those, yeah. Mm, I would, I, I remember, yeah. I, I remember that. I, so, I think there was a little bit of a mix up there, um, with the history because it was Sammy who shot him in the head mm -hmm. way back when, and then he got shot in the chest, so it was presumed dead. And then I think, and I'm, I'm almost positive that it wasn't even those injuries that he was recovering from, he was recovering from that, that, that gunshot that Clyde had dealt out, um, under Kristen's care. And then there was that whole thing of everybody in the building kind of a thing and the building was on fire and he was covered up. And I think it was those, I think it was burns and stuff. And it, yeah, it was, anyways, it seems to be a miracle clinic. So I guess we're off. Yeah. Well, it was, a, I, I think it was a beautiful moment that, you know, um, well, two beautiful moments. One, when, when Tate, uh, before Tate left, you know, we saw um, uh, not only Brady and, Teresa, but also John and Marlena came to say goodbye. And then in the same sense, um, when Holly and Nicole were leaving, we, mm -hmm. we saw Maggie mm -hmm. and Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Your favorite, yeah. I, Eric was there because y'all wanted to make sure Eric was there because y'all want Nicole and Eric back together. So he was in the scene because of y'all. Yeah, it's interesting how they picked up the whole Eric is was you know the father figure and the stepfather mm -hmm. and I don't know I feel like they they've disregarded it for so long that it feels like such a jolt now that they're that they're actually like giving it lip service and like having mm -hmm. him in scenes with Holly so it's it is a little distracting even though it does make sense history wise but yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. it takes a minute to get used to it like okay now we're acknowledging that this man was a stepfather <laughs> and yeah yeah yeah. All right. Well, one can only hope that the facilities in Italy will, you know, bring Holly back. I, 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 I really hope that they just rest them for a little bit, but then they do bring them back. Um, I do think that they could be an asset, and I thought they were they were being an asset yeah. to. They were. To they're the both show. like they they both came in, and you know, with all the 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 main players, and were able to hold their own and, and yeah. really make a. Make a make a present, have a present, yeah. and make an impact. And so, so yeah, I I hope they do. You know, this maybe a couple months, a month, however long, and then just bring them back and kind of reset things. And yeah, but I think I I think also again, this gives more story that that they can do that that is that is for a, a younger demographic. Again, it's it's. Um, you know the Salem teen scene all over again when we had Belle, Philip, Chloe, like all those, like, and now just imagine what can be done 
you know, now with them. And, you know, let's let's add a few little guest stars, co-stars to be friends and mm-hmm. and, you know, and all that kind of stuff to really like, you know, just like, you know, we had T and I can't remember the other girl's name uh, that was in like oh, the, yeah. the later for, like with Will and like Sonny and all that, like, you know. So so yeah, um I I'm I'm all for that, you know, because the other, the other the other Nicole issue is that Sloan has her baby and now yeah. Nicole's going off. So like what's gonna happen? I'm curious I'm curious to see what's gonna happen with that part of the storyline while Nicole is off screen and I'll be really ticked off if it all comes out and Nicole's not on screen. Oh, I thought that same thing. I, I thought the same thing. Like all of a sudden she comes back and finds out. I, I was like, Mm-mm, I need you to find out right there in her face so she you can be like, <laughs> there needs to be a that's reveal. What I'm like, for. There needs to be like when, you know, back in the day when Sammy was found out or when Kristen mm-hmm. was found out. It needs to be an event. I think it will be. I think we just will have to wait. And I I said yeah. this. Everybody said, oh, no, they're going to wrap this up quickly. I was like, uh-uh, this yeah, is uh-huh. not going to wrap up quickly. Sorry, folks. Yeah. Um, lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. But maybe someone else who, uh, you know, we need a little ease from that, too, because... She's been on the brink, but we'll get more to that later. Um, <laughs> but basically, that, that's it with that storyline. Um, and um, thank you, EJ, for not um, unapproving uh, yeah. um, Tate's yeah. um, move to... It's for like, not being thank a you for having, Yeah, thank you for having <laughs> sense with that. Um, now, on to our MLK Day observance. Um what did you guys think of of this? Because this was obviously a very isolated uh, no. episode. Uh, what did you guys think? A little heavy-handed, but I didn't mind it for the most part. Like, you know, sometimes stuff like that can be really cringe, um, but I think they handled it for the most part in an interesting way. And who they chose to have it focus on, I'll say I liked the, the sort of quad of... Um, Rafe and Jada and Chanel and Johnny more mm-hmm. than I mean like the other stuff um, I thought that was more like real conversation than I thought some of the other stuff was a little bit preachy but I actually do appreciate that they acknowledged it Uh-oh. and made it a plot point um, so yeah yeah I didn't I didn't mind it and I didn't think it was overly I don't think it was um, what am I trying to say like overbearing or over pushy I felt like it was like all of everything that happened was presented in a very like 
like we, we joked earlier about everything I've I've learned, I learned from days of our lives, but this was actually <laughs> like, I think the point was to, to not teach people, but like just inform people that, yeah, this, like this kind of stuff still happens in this country. Like we, mm. we may have made progress, but we're still, if the past couple of years have shown us, we are still, a, we are still far away from from tolerance from tolerance and the equality that we like to think that we are you know what i mean yeah and and so i felt like this was you know a good way to to touch on you know things that, yeah the, these these issues and and you know about not just racism but homophobia and the where they come where they kind of meet with leo's story um about the gentleman whose name i can't remember yeah, but awesome. the um so so yeah i appreciated it and you know it it didn't really move any kind of stories along but it was still you know a nice nice episode yeah and it's uh it it, it uh there were it was the little things yes they had the conversation about you know black hair and everything but it was just the it's it was the whole episode with was peppered with just little things little tidbits uh, especially the conversation between johnny and chanel and jada and rafe little things that it's like those of us who are any kind of other have to deal with on a daily basis if you're not in your community and i like to i like to say be be teachy but not preachy Mm -hmm. Come of it from that perspective of like, if you're, if you're a white person, if you want to be an ally, um, you come at it for the, from the perspective of, I want to learn. I always want to be bettering myself, not in a sense of, oh, it's somebody, it's somebody else's responsibility to teach me how to be a good person. It's a more of, of like, if there's something I don't know, I am open to you telling me. Mm -hmm. and i think that that's an important thing to note on um and latinos feel this way as well <laughs> well i like that they included rafe in that too because while he was sitting there mm -hmm. i'm thinking is rafe gonna say something so i'm glad that they had yeah. him give an experience i'm like okay rafe you know rafe is of latin descent like, don't tell me this he you know mm -hmm. he has his own stories i'm sure that he can oh yeah. the sure. stories we have yeah Oh, the stories we have. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, Tony and Justin, you have stories. Michael has his own stories as a gay man. Uh, oh, oh, the, oh, the stories of a, of a Latina who steps outside of LA for just one day. Oh boy. <laughs> well, like what, what I appreciated about this is that, um, you know, I, I know it, it it's, it's not necessarily like a teachable moment, but also just making people aware of of, of things and of other people's experiences. Um, one thing I thought was that I kind of wish that instead of making uh, this like an MLK day specific sort of a thing, like when, because um, it kind of started with Jada going into the store and being accused of stealing. I kind of wish we had saw maybe that like a couple of weeks ago or maybe sprinkled in sometimes yeah. just so that when we came to this moment, it would be something that like has happened, but didn't happen specifically for this particular episode. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I appreciated just the conversation that was had. And I do hope that, that people who watched and tuned in and didn't fast forward um, 
can kind of like have an, another sense and a better understanding of, you know, what it's like to be a person of color in this country. Um, I like the moments when days kind of, you know, and I know people want to step out of, you know, reality for a second and this is a soap. And so they want to, you know, they want their whodunits and baby switching and stuff like that. But I do like these moments where it is a little more real and, and, I'm always hoping that from this moment that there's a little bit like awareness and understanding um, so that, you know, people can just be aware of what it's like to walk in in someone else's shoes. Um, I enjoyed the the conversation that was had um, at, at the Brady Pub with with Rafe and Jada and Chanel and, and Johnny. Um, and I felt like there was a little bit of representation there, you know, from from all sides, you know, you have you had two, you know, black women, one who, uh, as the character identifies um, as part of LGBTQIA, you had uh, Latin, Hispanic, and then you also had a, a cis white man kind of being like, it, 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 you know, I, I, you know, you know, and so it made it very real. And then, you know, just seeing Paulina doing her podcast and just kind of you know, highlighting, you know, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And, and you know, it was just, and and Leo, um, you know, writing the article about Bayard Rustin, who uh, there's a movie out right now called Rustin. Please that, see that it. depicts that. Um, it, it was a nice, Days did a very good, a good job tying in yeah. from all like mm -hmm. angles. Um, so it was an, it was an important conversation. It's, it's kind of, kind of sad that in 2024 we're still having those kind of conversations mm. um and i hope that what people can take from it is um to treat others as if you would want to be treated yeah i think yeah. when you when you when you learn to love respect and accept people um, the world can be a better place. And sometimes some of the stereotypes that you learned are not necessarily the correct um, way of thinking about a group of people. And um, it's very hard to unlearn those things. But I think when you are open to understanding um, someone else, uh, it makes it that much better. And not to sound preachy or to continue sounding preachy, but for those of for those people who are not aware of others um, and and continue teaching and and having said stereotypes in this climate in this day and age, you're gonna have to seek knowledge and education, or you're gonna fall for things and things are going to happen that you're not gonna see and you're not gonna predict. And in the end, you're not going to like. And on the flip side of that, uh, if you are a person who feels like, who would feel like, who would feel stupid asking certain questions, uh, like they put Johnny in that position as mm -hmm. the white person in the room. And it's like, please understand that um, it's okay to ask <clears throat> if you're among people you love. And always just preface it by saying, like, as I said earlier, I want to learn more. 
I want mm -hmm. to, I, I don't expect you to have all knowledge to educate me, but if there's something you think I should know, please share with me, share mm -hmm. so that I know um, that I'm not going to make an ass of myself or share it so that I know so that I can become a, a better, a better person, a better ally. It's okay, guys, it's okay to ask. We all say stupid things we all we don't get it right a hundred percent of the time we're always constantly learning yeah and and sometimes there there are things that are not for you and that doesn't mean that you have to go against it mm -hmm. but it's best to have some sort of understanding about it and accept it and respect it and but just say that's for you. It's not mm -hmm. necessarily for me, but I'm not going to condemn you for that. As I'm not going to force not, my beliefs onto you on because you. I don't believe that, and I think I'm right. Yeah, no, exactly. Like I, to to simply put it, if I don't like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, I'm not going to do my best to make sure no one else <laughs> no. has peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> Yeah. Because you know what? Someone else enjoying peanut butter and jelly sandwiches does not affect you one bit. Not yeah. a bit. It just not means that if I go to your house and you have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and you offer it to me, I respect you and the time <laughs> you put in to put, making that peanut butter and jelly sandwich. However, it is not for me, but it could be for someone else. And I hope you enjoy that peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But as for me and my house, no, thank no, you. <laughs> but we can still continue to exist in the same space. <laughs> Just note that I, I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, <laughs> especially crustables. So oh, I just want to make that note. Oh, back in the day. Oh, man. I used to love getting those at lunch. Oh, I love a good crustable. I don't know why. It just a uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich hits different when it's a crustable. It's a... It, that yeah. was a great analogy, though. That was a great analogy for, oh, for many, many, many issues that are going on. <laughs> right now. Yes, and 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 like I said, those those who those who don't take the time to educate themselves about things that they don't know, you're going to have people continue to be in your ear about those things, and they're going to give you the wrong information. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you're going to start following and believing in things and you're going to do things that is going to be a detriment not only to whatever they dislike, but also to yourself. Mm -hmm. So wake up. Wake up. Ask okay. questions. It, talk to someone. It's OK to, to be inquisitive. Don't just believe things that someone who does not know anything about the subject <laughs> is telling you. Mm -hmm. Anywho. Good point. Great those point. thoughts to you brought to you by the fine folks here <laughs> at Ditch and Days. The more you know, knowledge is power. It re Oh my God, it really is. It that really being said, is. a stereotype sometimes is a stereotype for a reason. And I will be happy to tell you what kind of taco meat is what kind of taco meat if you really want to know. Do you have tacos, Araceli? Uh, I have I have turkey tacos right turkey now. Turkey tacos. Because we're trying to be a little bit healthy. Mm -hmm. um, for, uh, homemade ones. But yeah, there is there's there's a difference in 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 which in this different I mean, styles listen, of meat. Turkey can be taco meat. You just add yes. a little bit of, uh, of that taco seasoning and it's just fine. Mm-hmm. 
A chair is still a chair, mm -hmm. even if there's no one sitting there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I needed a minute with that one. <laughs> That's also a Luther Vandross song. Yeah. Thank you, Mom. Turkey is good. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Well, those were your top storylines. And we are now uh, going to go into our tidbits. But before we do, just some quick reminders. One. Make sure you follow us. Please follow us on all social media platforms if you are not already. Also, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you are not already, please make sure that you do. Also, uh, follow us on all the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. In case uh, you need to take us along, there's an option there. Also, buy some merch. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Go take a look. DishingDays.Threatless.com. Um, those, yep, there you go. You're doing great, Michael Mattis. I love it. Um, <laughs> and also, uh, make sure you go support JLJ Media on YouTube and also uh, on the podcast station platforms. Um all that will be much appreciated. Thank you guys so much. And feel free to share this, y'all. Everyone is in different, you know, days of our lives groups and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Everyone has social media. Share mm -hmm. our videos. Like it. Love it. Tell people they want more of it. Let's continue mm -hmm. to grow this community so that every Sunday we have a special place to come and talk about days of our lives. And you can share your opinions as long as you share them nicely. Don't be rude. Like this one girl was rude to me when I was trying to come out of a parking space and I was taking a little bit time. She can oh. honk her horn at me. And then she rolled up and was like, are you moving? And I was like, not now. Yeah. Well, can you move now? I got my best friend here. I'm trying to get in the park. No, no, no. That's when you get out of the car and you find something else to do outside the car. I, <laughs> I really I was going to move, but not now. I really wish my petty wheels were activated because as soon as she she came up beside me and started doing like this, I just looked at her and got out of the car and went doo doo, nope, and just like <laughs> fake walk somewhere. Anyway, people are crazy though. Um, all right, so let's get into um, some tidbits. Uh, we're gonna start with our first tidbit, which is the bistro bust is a bust. Mister. Kind of escalated very quickly. How so? I didn't. It it it's it, it's been trickling, trickling, trickling. But if you look at it from the police perspective, it's like, well, now they seem to actually have somebody who's giving them good tips 
on where the drugs are because they knew exactly mm-hmm. where they were. Um, and now it seems like they have uh, moles in the, the police department. Now it seems like they have moles in the jail. So uh, in the prison. So it's like this, this escalated very quickly. I didn't I think, I thought it was like a petty drug storyline, but this is getting pretty detailed pretty fast. I just don't understand how a man in jail (laughs) is fully running. First of all, let's let let's take a look at look at this. Number one, Clyde is barely on the show. (laughs) Yet we this was the first time we've seen him in how long? In forever. Even though we've heard his name every effing week. How a character is running the show the way that he is by barely being on and being locked up is amazing to me. Yeah. It's amazing to me. And it's just, it's here's, here's how I'll, I'll compare it, compare it, excuse me, Clyde Weston. No, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm, you know, go along with it, but it, it doesn't make sense to me. Someone like Stefan. Now, if this were Stefano, I'd be all, I'd be like, Oh yeah, he, he has the power to control this. But Clyde, no, I, th- I feel like they're almost trying to make Clyde a new Stefano-ish. Or a new Orpheus? Or a new, oh, God. Orpheus, I, no, not Orpheus. Just, no, don't tell, oh, oh, God. Oh, wow. Just no more the Orpheus, name. please. I, just the I, name just, got you up, 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 No, <laughs> like villains that I would like to never hear from again, Orpheus and Clyde. <laughs> I, I, it's fair. I, I understand your frustration. It's just like it. I, I, it doesn't make sense. Stefano had a history where it made sense that he could have his hands all over the place, even when like incarcerated or even from jail. He managed to escape jail and had a doppelganger in there when he kidnapped Marlena to Paris. Like okay. it with Clyde and Orpheus, just to have them somehow be able to do pull all this all these stunts while they're incarcerated it it just doesn't it never made sense to me and it it falls flat and it's like no they can't they're not stefano they're not at stefano level villain i believe this more if it were clyde and orpheus teaming up together to do this because clyde's things have always been he needs a partner that's why he's always gone after ej and wanted that was how EJ got shot because you know they were in competition and Clyde wanted to recruit him and this is you know he offered he wanted Stephanie what he needed someone so it it kind of doesn't make sense like who why does he need someone now if he's if he's all this no all this you know knowing and empowering I don't know it's oh. and it's and it's again like we've said before it's up against Stefan who's a Demira and Ava, who's a Vitaly, like this should be like a phone call to get rid of him or to neutralize him. Like, it's just it's it's just crazy to me how like you know he he has plants everywhere. He's he's getting people people he's getting Lucas beat up in jail. Like, I mean, I'm just I'm in awe because I'm sitting here watching this and I'm like, this man he has a burner phone. He's just calling and just being like, do it. Do it now. Uh-huh. In his jail cell. With no latest issue of soap opera digest, just making sure everything happens. It's crazy to me. <laughs> and it's like, because I thought, I was like, oh, this is it. 
they 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 about to bust this up and he and when he was like all clear i'm like oh they must have hid the drugs really well and then it was like do do someone uh got in there and got it out it's like <laughs> i know when when he and literally I, just put it in there and turned it, around it's, and it's, it's, there. <laughs> like imagine imagine moving and putting all the boxes away and then someone coming in and being like do do like move them and you're like but i just did it it's yeah. like <laughs> gonna do it right like what happened uh, um yeah and but i i did appreciate the moment where harris looked at ava and was just like here is my badge i am talking to you just as a man to a woman tell me what is going on and in that moment i wanted ava to go it's Clyde, and he's doing. Da, 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 da. But no, the 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 pressure's getting to her because you know what she did? She kicked them heels off, sat on that couch, and drank some wine. That was not wine in that bottle. Was it not wine? No, right, it was, was not. That was alcohol. That was like vodka or some grain. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That oh. was not wine. I like the. Trips issue. Why are you sitting here in the dark? And I was like, it should be. Why are you sitting here in the dark, freebasing a bottle of vodka? Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, yeah. But that wasn't his issue. Just sitting in the dark. Yeah. But but oh, also correction, gin, gin. But also, <laughs> I wanted to be like, Ava, how long have you been sitting there? Because Trip and Wendy were in the other room. How awkward does that have to be to be sharing an apartment that small with your girlfriend and your mom? Like it, I'm just, there's really nowhere else for Ava to <laughs> step and get, mean, give her a room at the mansion. Well, she has a bedroom. Yeah. I yeah. don't know why she was on the couch, but. Cause she just is. Had a, That's as far as she made it. Yeah. She's she, got a, she got a bottle of gin or vodka or some hard liquor from the she bistro. She CVS on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> picked up, picked up some snacks, snacks oh. and some gin. Some I did, I did like that she let her guard down when it came to trip. She didn't admit everything, but she stopped sort of pretending like everything was fine. Yeah. So I like she's almost there with admitting to him and Wendy. So at yeah. least they know someone is either blackmailing her or she's in trouble somehow and yeah. is in over her head. They just don't know the specifics of it. I guess in I guess by escalation, what I meant earlier is that it's not just an escalation of the entire situation. It's more of a like everything is kind of out in the open without being out in the open. It's a I know you know, you know that I know, yeah. but I don't know what you know kind of a situation. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. Like Tri Trip and Wendy full on know that the that Ava is involved in uh, the drug scheme. Harris yeah. knows that Stefan and Ava are involved in a drug scheme. Rafe and, and no, Jada, and not buying their, you know, little. Yes. Oh, we're in a romance. Nobody's buying. Yeah, no, no one is it. buying that. Chad and EJ. Chad, Chad knows without knowing that the Demera is involved. EJ one hundred percent knows that Stefan is involved because Stefan came to him and told him. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know. Uh, Lucas uh, Clyde now knows that Lucas is uh, has been recruited as a mole. That I, mm -hmm. I called that a mile away. That was not never going to end well. That uh, pretty quickly. <laughs> and now it seems that Clyde is done with the whole charade and is just going to 
I, I don't, th- I will say, I know that everybody's complaining, oh, but it's quiet. He's not villain enough. I will say, it was a pretty ballsy move for Clyde to call Harris into the room like that because you can see on Harris's face immediately he knows. Now in that second, he knows this is the guy. Well, Clyde is bold. He turned around like hillbilly. For <laughs> like, still he, pretty he, bold for hillbilly. And I, I he can no. Well, listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. Let something else happen to Lucas. Uh, Harris ain't got to worry about Clyde. He don't have to Kate. worry about Kate. <laughs> and we all know Kate don't play no games. Oh, <laughs> no. Not when it comes to her baby Lucas. Or even, any today's of her kids. Kate, even today's Kate still can whip a bit. Oh, no. Especially Let her even Clyde with their history. Oof. She's, has, she's already shot him once, hasn't she? No, I think she just held a gun to him. Oh. Or did she actually shoot him? I think she, it was I when he had the she, baby. Yeah, I thought she shot him. Maybe she did shoot him. Maybe I'm forgetting. Oh, I think it was not, not, not fatally. Yeah. She not did fatally, shoot him. Arm, but she, yeah. yeah, but she's already. You know, she's got her licks in. Kate, don't play. So don't play with Kate and her okay. kids. Okay, not that this was funny, but what it was find it amusing when Lucas was describing what got it beat up, and he's like, he's like, I talked to the guard Daryl, and he's like, I talked to the lunch lady, and it was like, what? Doris, yeah, I was like, yeah. that's what got you beat up. I was like, oh god, are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. I just found that whole thing. I thought he was gonna say like. Huh. At first, it happened really quick, and I was like, "Oh my god, he got found out that quick!" And then it was mm-hmm. literally like he asked like three people or something. Well, it's because first of all, you're talking to too many people. Like you're supposed to just be like, like this is your first week on the case. You should yeah. mm-hmm. a little surveillance, little listening. Just you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Just paying attention to people's conversations, not asking too much, not doing too much. No, you went in. Let me get the chicken sandwich and um, <laughs> who doing the drugs? <laughs> That's not how you're supposed to do it. Uh, yeah. Hey, you, uh, Hazel. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh high days of our lives. <laughs> Don't pick on poor Hazel. <laughs> Are we going to see Hazel? Is she is she making an appearance? Is she like second in command? Uh, also, a reminder, y'all make sure y'all go uh, follow uh, Days Peacock on um, X and Instagram and also on YouTube. Uh, so that way you don't miss out on Days exclusive Days of Our Lives content. No. But um, side note, uh, when Paulina said she was going to do a podcast, the whole time I kept being like, <laughs> who did they get to be this podcast person that's going to interview Paulina on MLK? But then <laughs> to see her and then poor Abe like, <laughs> the sound checking guy. the levels. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but also to to mention that. Sorry, side note. Did anyone else think that Abe accidentally already started recording when Pauline oh, was talking about like her tests and stuff? Well, I think this was another little continuity error because 
uh chanel said that the podcast was live and yeah. if it had been live then that would have been a problem so with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just another little error. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was kind of confused about whether it was the live aspect. Because that's what I thought. I thought they were listening to it live. Yeah. They they did, for, but they caught the tail end of it. Because she did say, all right, Abe. Take me live. And I wanted to be like, hey, press that button 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. She's like, oh. <laughs> then, then he just goes, okay, click. We're live. I have to say, y'all, y'all got to make Paulina drink more than a sip of water to like cure all that. Whenever she's like hacking and then they give her a bottle of water, she takes a small sip and she's like, oh, thanks. I need that. Well, maybe she but, has a small esophagus and she can't drink that much. That kills me the last few weeks. I'm like, name okay, it. Like, we can kind of chug. That give the woman a, a, give the woman a cup of tea. Yeah. Or something. It is January. Give the woman or, a cup of tea. I don't know. Make sure the call spells happen other times other than like interviews. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she yeah. did kind of for was that this past week or two weeks ago and with Maggie and Nicole? Maybe that was last week. When she uh, was last week. Holly. Yeah. I think she was in the hospital room with Holly and yeah, yeah. she had a yeah. bit and <laughs> Yeah. I would have said, well, uh-uh, baby, you gotta go. People yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I think people are starting well, we had um who was it? Chad and Everett last week with the interview, then Nicole and and Maggie. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's making its rounds at some that she may not be well. Yeah. Mm. Now I'm nosy. All right. Well, now that we went back to that, and now that we've covered the bistro, um, which kudos to Ava for um, comping everyone's meal. At that moment, I would have ordered some extra. I was oh, yeah. That's when you uh, open yeah. the menu and you're like, well, you're right. said, take some to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I sure would have. I mean, one them but, but four people in there anyway, y'all be okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. This four, this this six hundred dollar bottle of wine, two of those, please. Like, I'll take a I'll be like, I take a bottle of wine, another order of crab cakes. Oh, let me try this too. How many desserts y'all got? Bring them all. <laughs> um, right. Some creme brulee. Well, well speaking of, why are we not surprised? <laughs> well, I'm speaking of, like that. that's probably <laughs> creme brulee that you could. You went to the grocery store and said creme brulee and just put it in the car. You can't get creme brulee at the grocery store. You can get crab cakes at the grocery store. You can. Oh, I do love crab cakes. Well, speaking of food um, and and dinners, let's go to the family dinners from hell. Uh, we had um, <laughs> we had the Johnsons and we had um, the uh, Brady Blacks um, or Robichaux, uh dinners. <laughs> we'll we'll start we'll start over at the Johnsons. Um, 
Steve, Steve, Steve. Steve. Like <laughs> I, I, I guess they're really they're really leaning into this. Yeah. Steve is that overbearing, over inquisitive, clueless boomer dad that just you know. Oh. And it's like yeah. he's really he's really that dad that you're like Steve, Steve, dad. Dad. Oh, I will say this as much as it annoys me and he has been his it it is like a um a character thing because Steve used to do that to uh what's her name? Uh God, why am I forgetting her name? Adrian. Adrian, yeah. He used yeah. to do that with Adrian with especially with Justin, and that was mm-hmm. that was a big thing with him. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes it's not your business. Yeah, exactly. Oh no. Exactly. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not your business at all, you know, or, the, or, or, you know, after these many years, just, you know, so Everett, uh, I, I hear you're from Seattle. Um, oh, I, I hear that you and Stephanie knew. How did you guys meet? Yeah. You know, instead of like a. <laughs> so Everett, Seattle, huh? It's like, uh-uh. don't be interrogating that man like that. This ain't Black Pat. You're supposed to be sitting there eating a salad and whatever. I don't even know what was for dinner. All, they, all they, roast chicken. Yeah. Oh, they roast said chicken. it. Roast chicken. Oh, that's right. And pie. I actually got Very a really t- descriptive idea of that dinner. It made me hungry. You also just got really excited about that. <laughs> this is excited about me and the donuts. Somebody's roast hungry. chicken and pie and wine. That's a whole meal right there. That's a good meal right there. That's an appetizer. <laughs> That's better than the freaking crudités that Flo was serving. Like literally, the biggest I could I could spend crudite so much and time two buck chuck complaining about the food. And for those who think that crudite sounds so fancy and so upscale, it's vegetables. It's a veggie tray. Well, you can crudite that back in the kitchen. That's what you can do with that. Well, right. it seems like the the Johnson's dinner went a little bit better. Um, mm-hmm. surprised, surprised, surprised about the invitation to Everett to come and join them. Like for me, it's it's kind of like, so are y'all dating? Like what you like because you know Stephanie, you know his intent. Yes. Y'all kissed on New Year's. Like are you just moving on with Everett like that? And then also <laughs> we can't um <laughs> we can't we can't forget the uh dizzy spell yes. that uh, that Everett mm. had, and also right. the um, now Everett, you identify as straight, so you should know what baseball is. Um, the fact that he was like, you know, that sport where uh, they with the glove and the and he's like lacrosse, yeah, lacrosse. I was like, I don't think he was reaching for lacrosse. No, but, he said that the 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 stick with the net. That's what yeah. that was the difference. Oh um, well, yeah. anywho, um, <laughs> so that was that was kind of like a. Where are we going with this days? Yeah. No, but I, 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 and the, I mean, I, I know it's easy to roll your eyes at, you know, Steve becoming that dad, but Stephanie is so very clearly flirting, so very clearly putting out signals that she's available, despite what she says. Uh, mm-hmm. So, of course, Steve is, so, and Steve's not an idiot. Even he is picking up on that. So, I don't think it, I don't think it's anything coming out of left field in the sense of I felt that when he asked Chad what his intentions were with Stephanie, I felt that was coming out of left field a little too early. But with this, it just feels like, well, I see what you're doing and I see what he's doing and I'm putting two and two together. So what do you expect me to say? 
No, it's too early. It's like you, yeah. you didn't learn you didn't learn from the last time you was trying to <laughs> yeah. you know, you saw you you saw what happened with her and Chad. Now you just trying to do a repeat. Mm -hmm. Um not not Annette Thompson uh trying to call me on yes. being like <laughs> so is that stereotyping Tony? A little bit it is. I did it. I did. I did. Look, I stereotyped the fact that straight men should know sports and uh if you are not straight, you don't. So yes, I stereotyped a little bit. I will take full responsibility of that. I acknowledge that. I taught myself and I will do better. Look at that. <laughs> if the world only worked in that way, taking accountability, accepting, learning, moving on. Now, you, now, now knowing is not necessarily understanding. So well. I can only do so much. Um <laughs> All right. Well, that was the Johnsons. <laughs> onto the main course. <laughs> onto, onto across town, the, the crudite in the studio apartment. Oh my God. Crudite, too much wine, and Marlena looking at Sloan like this unfunny dumb bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> like that was yes. exactly it. Like, what the hell? Oh my <laughs> Marlena, what Marlena oh. was sitting here looking at her like, girl, what? It, you know, you 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 know what you know what Marlena's face said. Do you, and I don't know if y'all would know this video. Do y'all remember the video of when Patty Labelle was on the Tyra Banks show, mm -hmm. and the oh, yes. woman accused yes. her of wanting I to eat, eat the paper, paper off the paper, cupcake, yeah. and she was like, "I eat the paper." Yeah, and she was like, "I don't eat paper. What's wrong with her?" Like that's what. Marlena's face looked like to me like you making jokes. Eric, what's wrong with her? I don't, <laughs> I'm not like it, it, oh I could just hear that in my in 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 my head. I could hear I could hear Patty Labelle's voice, not saying where my background singers, but <laughs> just being like Marlena, just being like, and then and Johnson there over there like girl, this we gonna have to take our dinner to go, honey, because this is just. <laughs> And Eric trying to salvage the whole thing, and she's just being like, no, no, no. She's just so perfect that I'm. It was cringe, I, but also funny at the same time. I found this hilarious. I Sloan won me. I mean, I I like Sloan, but she won me over with this. I thought she was hilarious, relatable. Honestly, I was. The more it went on, the more mad I got at John and Marlena. I was like, first of all, take the sticks out your asses. The yeah. fact until she got rude at the end, she got a little rude. Until that point, yeah, they were being completely rude to her. I thought. Mm -hmm. I thought there was a point where they're being a little too judgy. For yeah, like, being they, they, yeah. Judgy. you would expect you would expect people like John and Marlena to realize, like, oh, she's nervous. Exactly. We're probably intimidating her. We should make her feel more at ease rather than mm -hmm. sitting there giving her the Patty Labelle look. Yeah. And then when she tried to be nice, and then Marlena brought up dead DJ, I was like, "Like you haven't mentioned DJ in twenty years, and this is when you bring him up? Like this girl well, is trying was... to give you a compliment and trying to relate to you, and then you bring up, oh no, actually, I had a dead baby before that, and it's like, girl, like, well, maybe she was now. Okay, I I see both sides, but mm -hmm. but Sloan was also like, I mean, you just pop twins right out, and it was more of an informative of like, well. I actually had a kid before that and mm -hmm. he died of SIDS. And, and, 
And Sloan just took that as like, oh, well, I'm just. I'm just Sloan. Yeah, well, no, but to Justin's point, it's like, uh, like there, there's, if Sloan is obviously saying all of the wrong things at the wrong time, and to say that Marlena is saying the right thing at the right time by bringing up her dead child, um, in the middle of a nice family, uh, it was supposed to be a nice family dinner where she would get to know her new daughter-in-law it's like that's not something that you just bring up out of nowhere well i think there was a way to bring it up yeah and so when sloan was like you just pop twins right out first off the bat and marlena could have said well you know i don't know if eric told you but yeah you know, before mm -hmm. i had the twins um i actually had a son named dj but you know unfortunately he you know he died of sids <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, answered Sloan's question. I passed the whole thing. It was like so unnecessary to like. No, I. But 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 I I just think like because okay because then imagine this you know maybe she brings it up again of like well you know when you had the twins you know right off the bat at some point Marlena was gonna have to say well no acknowledge the child the other child because obviously Sloan doesn't know but like. You know, there, there's a way to bring up something. Well, Sloan didn't, uh, I keep saying Sloan, didn't have to say, um, you popped out twins right off the bat. I mean. But she was doing it as actually a compliment to Marlene. She's saying, like, yeah. I, she actually was asking for advice. That was the whole point of what she was saying. And Marlene completely yeah. didn't give her any advice. She completely skipped over what In she was saying way. and then yeah. brought up DJ. And it was like, girl, you could, like, yeah, you can, you can, uh, you and can to immediately DJ, like. Wrong and time to, and place. And like, to immediately jump to that she she might have a problem. And it's like, no, she doesn't have a problem. She is nerve. She's mm -hmm. nervous. This is a girl who's been completely composed um, in everything she does. She prides herself on it. And in she and in one dinner with you guys, she falls apart. You don't think that says something? Well, it, listen, you know, I, I you know like she's Sloan was fully aware of how like hesitant they were to accept her as. Oh Eric. yeah girlfriend so yeah so so here's the thing you should have a little I, more empathy for i still will stand by the fact that it was it was fine for marlena to bring that up but i think at some point when her and john realized that sloan was a bit nervous and uneasy mm -hmm. especially given like the history of unapproval that eric was seeing mm -hmm. her um from them i think at some point when Marlene, when the crudite was needed, I think that was a point for Marlena to say, Sloan, why don't we go in the kitchen and get it? And then, and then yeah. maybe just like kind of take her up the step and say, listen, there's no reason to be nervous around us, okay? Let's yes. just have a wonderful yes. dinner where we get to know each other. You make Eric happy and we're happy for that. As long as he's happy, we're happy. And and that's that's all we can do as parents. So let's just yeah. let's just let's just start at a clean slate. Yeah. Okay. And, to and me, then and then that would have been it. And to that me, been the very fact that she didn't. That yeah. Been. And to me, the fact that she didn't do that is just, just such a clear sign of her yeah. disapproval of Sloan. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Which again, we preface this by saying that 
we again, we as an audience know that Sloan is a baddie, that she has kidnapped a child, and blah blah blah. They don't know that, yeah, don't know that. so it's like for she was they, convinced to kidnap, like she did it, but there was also but, Melinda in her. Yes, you know, Sloan didn't but, come up with it by herself. Yes, but, but put that aside because they don't know that based on the information mm-hmm. that they do know. Yes, mm-hmm. it would have been based on the information that they knew at that dinner. There was no reason for John and Marlena to be as uppity as yeah. they were. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's there's some, e- there's some ease, uh, uneasiness too. Like, you know, they're they're still trying to approve Sloan because there's nothing that, that they can do. You know, Eric is grown. So I'm sure they went into the dinner very uneasy too because like, while they want to be happy for Eric, you know, I think Marlena obviously wants... Eric and Nicole together, but mm-hmm. you know, but it's kind of like coming to a dinner and being like, ding, ding, ding. you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like, right. you know, they're trying to get through it too. And when she's just falling up apart, it's, it, it's kind of like, what do you do when this grown woman is just it's, it's the crudite and we got the forts. And, and at some point, you just kind of look at somebody like, baby, what's wrong with you? What's right. wrong with her? The character of Marlena should be able to, I'm sorry, Marlena, maybe not John, but Marlena should have been able to read the situation for what it was. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and had done taken action to put Sloan at ease. That would have been very in character rather than, again, looking at her with Patty LaBelle eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, I did scream at the TV when they questioned if she had a problem. Yeah. It's like, and then no. this is what got me. Not even just that. had a problem. When John and Marlena said, oh, do you think she has an alcohol problem? <clears throat> oh, John said it. When they were with um, the baby. And then they said, which killed me, they said, oh, how bad that would be for Eric or some, or how unfortunate that would be for Eric. And I'm like... <laughs> Eric's an alcoholic who killed someone. Like it was, it was so crazy. I was like, "Wait, are they are they on a different show?" Like, I mean, you know, I mean, and and I think this is this goes to a lot of the the problems that we have with the character of Eric, which is not necessarily that we have a problem with the character of Eric necessarily. It's others' reaction to Eric. It's it's the entire family treating Eric like he is the golden child, which I get it. In comparison to his twin, he is. But please do not continue to treat this grown man who was kicked out of the priesthood, who is a recovering addict, who did in fact kill... (laughs) Yes, but did in fact kill someone as a result of his addiction... Please do not treat him like he is the golden saint. child yeah. saint that he is not. Yeah. Mm. If he I is think. not looking at himself that way, please don't continue to do that. Mm. That part just well, me. I was like, what? <laughs> well, now she gets to sleep it off. And hopefully when she wakes up, she's not too embarrassed. And maybe they can have a round two without wine. Oh, forget it. No, I, I, I want her to to own who she is because that's the Sloan that we love. Is her owning who she is? Then who is she? Well, right now she's a baby napper, so I wouldn't own that. Part. <laughs> <laughs> but the the Sloan that we first met was a no nonsense, sex positive, driven career woman 
who made no apologies to anyone for who she was, how she made her living, and how she lived her life. Make her sound like a whore. No. No, but that's the whole like that's that that's um that's an, an issue like a stereotype issue. Exactly. Like, just because a woman is sex positive, owns it, whatever, she's not a whore. It doesn't make her a whore. No, it wasn't the sex positive. It wasn't the sex positive part. It was the it was the how she makes her money. (laughs) Well, because people judged her for the types of case. Well, because people judge her for the types of cases that she took. That's what I mean. She got she took cases that other other people wouldn't take, and people would would turn their noses down at her. And her excuse would always be, "Everyone is entitled to a defense." That is what I was taught, and that is what I believe. And I don't care what you think about it. But the but the Sloan that we met when she hooked up with Alex, mm-hmm. there uh, there is a lot that has transpired. And mm-hmm. while she's still that same Sloan, I think right now the biggest thing is that she is ridden with guilt with what she yeah. did. Mm-hmm. So and and also now being a new mom and keeping the secret having Leo on, on her tail, you know, trying to be happy now, trying to impress the most perfect woman in Salem, you know, which, you know, I was actually glad that Marlena, not Marlena, Nicole had that conversation yeah. with Sloan to be like, listen, I get how you feel, but Marlena isn't as perfect, you know, and mentioned mm-hmm. the affair and all this kind of stuff. So it was like, while she is a, a woman of stature, in Salem is like there's not anything to be worried about. Now, granted, did I think she was setting her up by telling her to have a big gulp of wine beforehand? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. a little bit. But also, it's like Sloan, you know your your tolerance. If what you should have did was finish your crudite and then sat in the kitchen, had yourself a little sip of wine, take a deep breath, and then entertain the guests. But no, you was like you was chugging that back, like you know, like. You were prepared to do knock knock jokes. <laughs> so there's that. Knock knock. Knock <laughs> knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo hoo. Don't cry. We'll take the apartment. <laughs> oh, that's a little bit of girl. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our, uh, our couple more tidbits. Pawn Patrol. Oh. <laughs> um, I Nikki ah! Finn's mad. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know what was going on there for a second. <laughs> I can't. I can't express to you how. Again, again, I prep again. It's always nothing against the actors, nothing against the writers, but oh my god, end this now, please. You don't like it? I hate it. I hate this so much. Okay, what do we hate so people know what we're talking about? I hate, hate, hate Constantine on his little face and the way that he talks to Steve, and I'm like. Bringing up stuff that is like decades old. I'm curious to see where they're going with it. Yeah, Same. I'm actually like a little bit like I don't. I'm not saying I like the character uh, of Constantine, but I'm curious where this branch of the storyline is 
is <laughs> is going at this point i'm curious now we'll see how i feel you know a couple of weeks later but right now we're just kind of they're just kind of sprinkling some nuggets and you know i'm going with it mm-hmm I, I I felt the same. Like I felt like this was kind of interesting because I think last week we talked about holes in like Steve's life and also like John's life. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though the Robo Show thing was like, womp womp, I find this to be a little interesting as far as like what does Constantine know? What what is kind of triggering Steve? Because you can tell in Steve's face he knows what he's talking about. But he doesn't want to say. And so it makes me curious as to, well, Steve, why did he just do a little rustle in your branches? And what do, what exactly does he know about this, this period of time? Yeah. yeah. I, again, I just hope they're not rewriting. I hope this is more about Steve than about John. Right. Or, may, or, or because we've upteenth time we're going to have a john's past storyline or history possibly rewritten and i feel like we like the, the dick van dyke um was like i felt like that was like the nice cap on john's past so we don't have DVD. to revisit it again yeah uh, steve's past i'd be i'm curious be interesting i think there have been times where they've totally rewritten john's history and we've We've gone through that and discussed some of it on the show. And I think there are times where they there's an opportunity to like fill in the blanks, so to speak. And I think this is a period where they can fill in the blanks without rewriting history. There are certain things we know about John as the pawn back then, and that we talked about this last week. Steve was the one who brought him to Salem. And there's a periods there where we don't know John's history, even after all these years. So they're they if if they're concentrating on that period that we've never explored on days, then I'm okay with it. Like, I think in the past, what they've always done is rewrite who John's biological parents are. And that's mm-hmm. always been the thing. But for the most part, they've kept a lot of his history the same. The fact that he was, um, what do you call it? Oh God, I'm forgetting now. Um, an Alamein, like all that stuff is the same. Mm-hmm. It's who John's biological parents seems to change. And they played mm-hmm. with, uh, I don't know. I think there's a difference between like rewriting as opposed to like filling in the blanks. And I hope that's what they're doing here. Yeah. Well, we all know R. Sally hates it. <laughs> so much. Well, we'll we'll see how you feel. I feel like he was he definitely got a route out of Steve just in, in perfect timing to see Steve like really lose it on him and Maggie to walk in. Mm-hmm. So we'll see I where that goes. I do not, under any circumstances, advocate abuse of the elderly. But this man <laughs> is really, really testing. Except my Constantine. He's well. He's 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 testing my patience. Okay. Well, all right. Well, we're gonna move on to our last tidbit. They're engaged, Johnny and Chanel. And that was this week of days. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, it was sweet. It was cute. Yeah. Sweet it was cute. It was nice. You know, yeah. I don't know why I liked it, but yeah, yeah we. I think we all like them together. It's. I feel like we're waiting for the, but. Right. There's gonna be. There's gonna be. There's drama. gonna be a, Yeah. There's gonna be. There's a gonna be but. a butt somewhere. I don't know where or when, but there's gonna be a butt somewhere. Can there be? It's already been there. 
There's always a butt, and I'm sure it's drenched in whipped cream. <laughs> I don't. I actually don't. I I don't feel like. Mama Moore. <laughs> I don't feel like there's a there's a butt in, in in this relationship. Like I don't feel like there's anything that that will prevent them or from being together or anything like that. Like I feel like this is actually just a natural progression for them. I yeah. think they were snatched of their happiness due to the whole devil storyline. Uh -huh. um, and there was never really like, um, uh, there's really, there really wasn't like a, an end uh, to it. So, uh -huh. uh, so I'm, I'm fine with that. And I thought it was super cute that, you know, uh, Chanel was like, no, this isn't how you do this. Like, I want a proper one. And then he went, he found a ring, he put a little tie on, and then he did it. And I thought it was very sweet. So, yeah. Yeah. They're engaged. Good for them. It's the little thing. All right. Yes. It's a, and then afterwards, they had fudge. I, was it fudge ice cream? Something. Or fudge that, cake? That, that was cherry. Fudge fudge Sunday. That was, that was melting in the melting. kitchen. So it's like, we're engaged. Now dessert. And, and more dessert. dessert. <laughs> um, well, that was your week of days, everyone. And now we're going to head into our favorite part of our show, which are our segments. And we're going to start with mine, which is Tony's official. Three snaps award. Oh, My three snaps award goes to uh, the show and its writers for the MLK uh, episode. I thought it was a very important um, episode to have. I thought it was a very important discussion to have, and I truly appreciated how they tied in, um, you know, much of the cast together to talk about this. Um, and I just appreciated it very much. So for that, the writers get this week's Three Snaps Award. Oh, snap! All right, and now it's time for <laughs> caption that. All right, this week's caption that goes to uh, this week's caption that photo comes courtesy of Alex and Brady and a high as a kite Teresa looking at her hand like she doesn't know what the f it is. Um, and this week's caption goes to Alyssa Messiner, Alyssa Messiner Larson. Alyssa for Larson on Instagram with her caption one two three four I declare a nipple war. <laughs> I read that one and I was like done done done. Who do you think will win in this nipple war? <laughs> what 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 are the what are the what's the criteria for voting? What's like is it circumference? Is it um? Is it stiff? Like, what's the? Are we looking at size? Are we looking at width, height? Oh my gosh! Pointiness from a shirt. I, I don't know. Are we measuring anything? Who? I mean, who? Like, if if the if you know the nipples were exposed, who do you think will win the war? It depends how we're. Again, it depends what the you know what what's kind on of, the what voting sheet. What kind of criteria were you looking for? They just nipples. But I mean, there's different, you know, <laughs> they can vary. There's Please. no one size fits all nipple. Please, someone send this to Robin Eric <laughs> <laughs> or input. But, 
I would well, declare we, a tie. You okay? You would declare a tie, Jester? Oh my god! Oh, I I just enjoy it. I mean, <laughs> whatever the criteria are, whatever. Justin would be having a war of his own. All right, Sally. I can't breathe. <laughs> who who would win the nipple war, Sally? Uh, I think that depends on air conditioning. <laughs> it's interesting how this has a lot of criteria <laughs> for the nipple war. I I now, uh, if you're watching this or listening to this, uh, please comment below on who you think will win the nipple war. Should I do this as a post too? Yes, please. <laughs> post a poll. Got oh it. God. I'm gonna. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> screenshot this, and then I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask people who do you think will win the nipple war. <laughs> Done. Look for that after the show. And that has been. <laughs> I love that in the in the comments, people have stated their criteria for the nipple war and also who they think would win. I love this. Oh, um, someone suggested our friend Scott a taste test. <laughs> Leave it, Scott. That's all you, buddy. And this is why. Go for it. <laughs> this is why I absolutely love and adore. Our fans. My is this an expectant celebrity event? <laughs> love it. I love it. Oh. All right. And now it's time for. Those were the days. <laughs> back to January 20th, 2011, where we were introduced to Arnold Finnegar, aka the fake Rafe. Um, the storyline was Stefano was vowing revenge against Sammy Rafe and kidnapped Rafe and implanted him with a lookalike, and the only person to catch on was a very smart, astute preteen, Allie Horton, who sort of foiled everything. But yeah, um, I think this was a fun thing, I think, for Galen to do, to kind of give a little bit um, some more complexity and play a little bit of a different character. But yeah, fake Rafe was was a handful. I mean, also was the one who killed Faye, Faye Walker, so yeah. It looks like looks like you just walked in on the nipple war. <laughs> right now, right? <laughs> no, I declare nipple war. <laughs> Stephanie was just 20, there for the 2011, <laughs> when we met Arnold Finnegar, a.k.a. Fake Rafe, who I can't remember if he's still alive. I know Sammy shot him. Someone tell us if he's sitting in a jail cell or if he was he killed. I can't remember. I just remember him being so dumb. Oh yeah. Mean. He was really mean to the kids. Yeah. And dumb. <laughs> yeah. He was, yeah. And dumb. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And that was Those were the Oh, someone said he's dead. Okay. Yeah. Well the character. Fake rape. So Fake now he's dead. Dumb and dead. <laughs> and now it's time for it's a gift. And this week's It's a Gift goes to Maseva Vitali for the Italian version of This Conversation is Over. <laughs> Always take the bottle. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Bottle. Take it in my gym, one in my bedroom. I should have known you would know where to find the gin 
and the boys. <laughs> Every culture has their version of this. Yes. And that was, well, speaking of being finito. It's a And now it's time for. News and gossip. Yes, we want to start off by inviting all of you to come help celebrate our ninth anniversary of Dish and Days. <laughs> We're going to do a Zoom happy hour Thursday, February 8th, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Tickets are $15. You can email editionedays at gmail.com. Please join us with a drink or mocktail um, for our happy hour. Everything from Q&A, games, giveaways, maybe some surprise guests. We'll see, but it'll be a fun time. I know we did this last year, and we had a really great turnout, and it was a really fun time. So I think And no, a nipple war will not be a game. Sorry? Oh. <laughs> no. no nipple war. So yes, um, please join us. We have um, some spots left. Uh, take, it takes fifteen dollars. Uh, email editiondays at gmail.com. It's going to be a really, really fun time. So oh, yeah, yeah. we'd love to see you there. Bring a cocktail then, or a mocktail, and yeah, and us. have a good time and get to know us and yes. get to ask us questions and more insight mm-hmm. to some behind the scene things that. Put the show together. <laughs> and if you guys have uh, already emailed us, um, you will hear back today. So uh, if you emailed us and haven't heard back, you'll get uh, details today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, following the passing of her dear husband, Bill Hayes, our very own Susan C. Fort Hayes has, uh, after a few days uh, time, put out a statement which reads to all of you who honored my Billy with a word of remembrance, a sense of personal loss, or even a tear. I thank you. You touched my heart by seeing in him the goodness and joy I experienced every moment of our wonderful marriage. May we all embrace life with the gusto of Bill Hayes and enrich it with grace and love. Of Susan. Um, again, our, our, our supreme love and respect to this dear woman, um, and I've said it before, Susan, you were a very lucky girl. Yes. Yeah. And we were lucky to have um, experienced the talents and the joy and the love of Mr. Bill Hayes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Next up, we have some congratulations in order for our friend, Mr. Dan Furigo. He won the Outstanding Creators Award for volume two of his graphic novel, um, Fractured Shards. Uh, many of you know, we just completed a successful Kickstarter for volume three, which should be out very soon. And has also let us know that he has been writing, I believe, uh, volumes four and five. So they should be out soon. And again, this has been completely funded by um, your support, fan support through Kickstarter. So he's very, very grateful for everyone's support. And yeah, he intends to to keep going with it. So big congrats on, on the award for his graphic novel, Fractured Charge. You can go pick it up. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Hey. That's a lot of hard work. Next yeah. up, uh, our very own Brian DeTello, uh, Lucas Horton, is hosting a fun hour on Zoom Wednesday, January 24th. So that's this coming Wednesday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. He'll be getting out advice, uh, telling stories, um, and he's, it's going to be a fun interactive hour. It's not just going to be him talking. And if you know, uh, if you've ever seen Brian in interviews, if you've ever talked to him, that's his personality. He just loves to interact with 
people. Um, he's a, just a fun guy to hang out with. Uh, if you want to be able to be a part of the Zoom, email etcameron6 at gmail.com as soon as possible. It's, it'll be a fun time, I promise. He's a good sport. And next up, we have another fan event. This is a new one. It's the hot men of Days of Our Lives in Nashville. This is um, Eric Martzoff, Paul Telfer, Carson Boatman, Brandon Beamer, Rob Wilson. This is September 28th to 29th. This is just a really just fun night. It's photo ops. It's dinner with the guys. It's an after party. It's Q&A. It's just just a fun night with some some hot guys from Days. So um, go check it out. Uh, tickets and information, you go to rebbright.ca slash Star Image Entertainment for all tickets and info. So yeah, go check that one out. It should be a fun night. Yeah. Next up uh, in our events, we have events from Spectrum Celebrity Events. We've highlighted these. These will be coming up with uh, the Gold Members Only Dinner with Freddie Smith. That's the VIP dinner taking place in Orlando on Saturday, February 24th, uh, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Obviously, it's uh, going to be there but it's only for gold members only so if you haven't jumped on your tickets please go get them now the much larger event which is the daytime pride event which is taking place in national harbor maryland with our tony moore as host mm -hmm. will be hosted Mar march 23rd please get your tickets at spectrum celebrity events.com jump on them quickly i know we've been advertising these but these dates are actually going to come up as hey Guys, we're already at the end of January. Yes, our next one is one that we brought to your attention last week. It is the hottest, hottest stars of daytime cruise. Uh, from days we have Brian Dottillo, um, Matt Ashford, and Vince Arizari, with many more stars um, from some of your favorite soaps. This one is taking place on April 18th to 22nd. So it's like a four and a half, five-day cruise. Um, tickets and information, you can go to soapcruise.com. And uh, we have some fun personal news from Miss mm -hmm. Lauren Kozlo. That beautiful baby girl, Sistine, is her name. And she is the newest member of the Kozlo family. That's her new baby granddaughter. Many, many congratulations to Lauren and her husband. Uh, I'm just Man, it seems like it's the baby season on mm -hmm. days. I love it. She's yeah. gorgeous. <clears throat> yeah. Many congratulations from here, us here at yeah. the showcase. First grandchild, I met Lauren's daughter with Lauren when she was still like in high school. So oh, I think wow. that she's a, like, and that's just how I think about her because that's yeah. really, like, I think I met her yeah. twice. That's the only time I met her. So I'm like, she's got a baby? But I'm like, oh, wait, Mary, she's, like, yeah. she's like in her 20s. She can have a baby. So, yeah. yeah, congratulations to them. <laughs> and that was. news and gossip and now it's time to find out what's coming up this week on peacock's days of our lives check it out i, I love you i think maybe you already knew <sighs> should we take this to the bedroom i think you're in love what the hell these are the last feelings for brady Brave is so charming. Nothing like my lying, cheating ex. I have a, a confession. Whoa. Oh, Lord, please let this be the week that they found the key. <laughs> no, right. no, we need it. Come on. Oh, my gosh. 
Oh, all right. Well, you guys, that has been our little Dish and Day show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before we head out, though, Michael Mattis, tell the mm -hmm. folks where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at ML Mattis. Justin Lee Harold, where can they find you? Find me on Instagram at Justin Lee Harold. RSL Yavilis, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at TIA323RSL. And you guys can find me on all social media platforms at Lounge with Tony. And you can find us, Dish and Days show on Facebook, Dish and Days on Instagram, X and Threads. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week to serve up a full dish of this coming week's episodes of Peacock's exclusive number one award-winning. <laughs> small sip, small sip. <laughs> Hit soap opera, days of our lives. Until then, have a wonderful week. Be safe, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.